What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Usher, and this episode is sponsored by Sherpa THC. Let's get it started. What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions Podcast. Today, we've got special guest Kobe in the building. How are you doing, brother? Special. Uh, good, good. Yeah, I'm doing good, bro. Doing how was uh? How was your 2021? Um, man, enlightening. Yeah, it seems like a very productive year for you. It seemed like you got a lot done. Kind of took a little bit of a break from the music world and um, started doing some other things. It seemed like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think I always had something in rotation out there, but um, I definitely had some time when I took to myself yeah just kind of grow give us um give the viewers a quick background on like how you got started with music and uh at what age you were when you kind of realized that this is something you wanted to do well it's like I mean I could really go all the way back but that's kind of I mean are you born and raised in Jacksonville you from the city I was born here but I was born like over in San Marco oh okay I see but I me and my family Moved to Georgia when I was like an infant. Oh, okay. I see. What part of Georgia? We were in kind of like country area, like North Georgia. So it was Dahlonega and then um, and then it was Cleveland for a while. Okay, gotcha. And then what age did you come back to Jacksonville? Like nine. Okay, gotcha. And you've been here ever since? Yeah, but my childhood years were very influential towards probably what birthed the music in like the whole chase of music when I got to Jacksonville. Gotcha. So like I, I did not have like a normal childhood. Like most, most people did. I mean like there are aspects of it were normal, but, Mm -hmm. but um, my family was mostly Jewish and um, there was this, summer camp called URJ Camp Coleman and uh we my 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 grandparents were already working there as like administrators or something like that I, I don't know but gotcha they were basically like running stuff yeah and it's a beautiful place dude it was like paradise I mean if you can just imagine like just hundreds of acres of land and wow it was like a summer camp where was this yeah where was this place at north georgia oh north georgia okay yeah, i see in the mountains yeah like deep in the mountains dude it's so beautiful up there yeah so beautiful up there people sleep on that it's like yeah. it's some spots up there are beautiful than north carolina and even colorado it's crazy i, I grew up in that like that's like where i grew up as a child so oh, gotcha. i grew up like deep in the mountains on four wheelers running through like you know yeah yeah like i was I it was, seems like you kind of returned to that a little bit in 2021 too like i saw you doing all kinds of shit bro you went to north carolina man, I, I've, I've been i've always returned to 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 the mother bro the like, roots yeah, yeah like I, I have to from yeah. my own saying like I, I have to you know it's just good to escape sometimes oh yeah of course and um reconnect and you, realign you know yeah exactly and yeah, so um how did that spark like you know you getting into music did so that... because like it was a jewish religious summer camp mm-hmm. jewish people are very big on like song and you know all that with their religion so i grew up around like mass amounts of people singing together playing instruments and my grandparents and my dad and my mom they were all just very you know they love music you know yeah. i'd always be riding in the car and my grandfather and my dad would always blast music and sing it to themselves and i watch how like how much it moved them and like watching and i knew music still did something to me at that age but like watching you know like my my like father figures and and stuff yeah like watching like how much like it affect them like kind of like it's like okay so so it's okay to just like totally get in here yeah Yeah, exactly and feel it so so being around being around just a family that, that really loved music. And like I said, the camp, like I grew yeah. up in like a place where there would be like, like after services, you would have like a crowd of like 50 people, like walking to, excuse me, walking to like the lake or something. And like, 
three people in front all playing the same chords and yeah. everyone's like singing you know songs about their religion or whatever yeah and uh so that, that was like very the main yeah like what kind of sparked it and kind of i didn't really realize this until recently i was i was you know talking with my grandmother and she was kind of reminding me of some of the things that we used to do in camp and i was like yeah man I was like a really special place to to grow up as a kid. Yeah. So I so very I got, influential. Yeah. So I got to be around all that, and it shaped who I am today. It's why you know, like I'm very, very uh, into nature and all that. Yeah. Very connected with it. And hard. very comfortable with just like um you know with music in general and just kind of like being yeah. yourself whenever you do listen to music or yeah. you make music or whatever it is. And I think one thing that really stands out to me about your music is you're very lyrical. Like you take you can tell that you take time to really put together like a song you don't just throw together you know yeah. a lot of people will make music nowadays it's just kind of like hype music or it's just kind of like you know they got a super fire beat and it's got yeah. just the most trash lyrics some in the world that, but it sounds good some of that and, stuff's dope it just oh, yeah, depends on course, yeah just depends on like where your mind's at the listener yeah, yeah exactly and do you um do you record uh do you have like a spot at your house that you record at or do you have an actual studio that you go to nah you know I'm I'm so bad, man. Like I, I've tried to uh, to do to do the in-home studio stuff. It's just I just have yet to fully take the time to like understand how to mix myself and engineer myself because yeah. that's that's a whole journey. And I know it is because I have friends that do it, and they yeah. you know I watch them go through it. And everyone's a little different, but me, I mean, I like going to the studio being in the environment and like developing a connection yeah with my engineer because they love me bro. yeah like when i go to the studio like they love me oh because, that's fucking awesome. because i i don't i don't bullshit yeah exactly. i don't come in there i'm not smoking up the place yeah. i'm not you know i'm not tumbling over and spilling stuff i'm not yeah. like coming in with a, with a huge group of people that's and, and you know sometimes Sometimes like that's that's what some people got to do to get in their zone. But like me, I'm very like focused, and like yeah. I, I, when I go into the studio, like I know how I want something to sound. Yeah, I've already spent time rehearsing it to myself, already thinking in my head like how I want the mix to sound. So by the time I get to the mic and record it, most of the time the engineers already say it sounds like it's mixed already. Yeah, wow. So they love that because yeah. then it frees up and gives them more room to play with and, yep. and and they're not having to fight with my notes and everything and they're not trying to have to like go ahead and like correct how they want it, how you want it to sound yeah you know? yeah a lot of the times too these 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 engineers are are really producers because they're they're, they're recording somebody and yep. they're almost borderline writing the lyrics for the artists at times i've seen it happen man plenty yeah. of times like these these engineers do a lot more than just sit at, uh, behind a computer and like oh, hit sure. record like so much more than that and if you're an artist out there listening appreciate your engineer dude oh 100 percent. appreciate 100 percent. and it's funny how you say that because i feel like a lot of people especially like a lot of engineers and producers they'll make a beat and they kind of make the beat like with the intention of the lyrics that are already over it you know what i mean like they kind of know what they want it to sound like and, right, right, um, right. You know, obviously, certain beats will put out there, and they'll, you know, just it's just a beat, whatever. But um, yeah. some, some like actual beats, you hear it, and you know what the words are gonna, or you don't know exactly what the words are gonna be, but you know the rhythm of words that goes with the beat. You can tell it right away, you know. Yeah. Especially with a lot sure. of raw beats that these uh, producers yeah. are making. Yeah. Do you have a studio that you um, prefer to go to, like in the city, or a studio that you work at <clears> mostly? Um, if it's not Short Fuse, it's Nation Business. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah I've heard of Short Fuse before. That's uh, downtown, right? Yeah, yeah, that's family, you know. Like, yeah, cool. I've been, Shout out Short Fuse. They manage me. So, oh, dope. That's yeah, awesome. I, I've been with them for a long time. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So how long, uh, what What age were you like, okay, I'm going to start seriously pursuing music? Because ever since I've known you, I think I've known you for probably like damn near three years now, and you've always been making music. Well, I mean, this apartment I used to live in, that was yeah. like 2016. <laughs> so, I mean, that's oh that's shit, like yeah, four years ago. Yeah, we're looking at four or five years, it's six years ago almost. Six, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, somewhere in between, yeah. like four and six years. Yeah. Um, what made me? I mean, I, I had a friend. Well, like I said, I, I was always like influenced by music since a child, and mm -hmm. then I remember just probably when I got in the the realm of like, sorry, when I got yeah. in the realm of like adolescence, you know, and yeah. when I moved back to Jacksonville, it's like now I'm in a city setting. 
Yeah. I was ripped away from like the nature vibes and all of that, which I was very yeah. comfortable and close to. So now I'm adapting to this new place and you know like my parents are divorcing and all this stuff's going on and like you know my grandfather's like battling with cancers all this stuff's going on and it's like at this at the same time of me like going through these physical changes hormonal changes and things like yep. that and um so music just kind of was like this place that i would go to to just release yeah and like get things off my chest and yeah. uh to, to to try to try to put out my emotions and almost understand them in a in a weird like reciprocal way yeah so it it's it kind of it started like that and it still is like that music first was the place for me to go to just to get things off of my chest and to express myself expression really mm -hmm. was the main thing was just expressing myself and um and so like i said i was bringing up the whole adolescence thing because at that time that was like when I was beginning to be heavily influenced by like rap and hip hop culture. Gotcha. Yeah. That's when like, you know, Carter two was really big and oh, Wayne yeah. was like huge. And that was, that was a huge way for me. Like I got really into all that. And, um, same. Yeah. I fucking love Carter two. And yeah. I, I love all those albums. Carter five is my favorite, but, um, dude, so, Wayne in general, he's so lyrical. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. So Wayne therapeutic. Was, Wayne was amazing. People give need to give him more credit. Um, 100%. Yeah. So that was probably around the time when I started writing songs. Because mm -hmm. I always just, and I've always been a writer, you know, since a kid growing up in like schools, I was very good at like just writing stories and, and essays mm -hmm. and things like that. So, so uh, it just uh, translated over into writing lyrics. And I would just kind of like, I was kind of rapping to myself over YouTube. I wasn't recording or anything. And I would like yeah. hide them under my bed so my mom wouldn't find them. Yeah. Or some yeah. Shit, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? And, um, and then like i started recording in my friend's closet because he got some cheap mic and just we were just messing around and yeah what we realized was like you know they were always having to get like stoned as fuck to like be able to record or do anything and yeah. i didn't care like i was just i loved doing it and i would always come with like verses stacked ready to go and they're always like damn bro like you like really want to do this huh and yeah they, they and they i was good you know like well i mean you enjoyed it it seems like you more so enjoyed it they more so were doing it for the vibe for the yeah yeah i i really was was like yo i got some stuff to say yeah and and they saw that and i don't i mean some of that back then back then it was good for whatever i could put together for that age no i probably would hate it it's probably trash but you know but that's fine no, yeah um, you're not gonna yeah your first but that translated there. over into me meeting a friend um my friend charles and he uh he was he was older than me and um this was like 16 i think 15 16 and he was uh doing this engineering class working for this other engineer at a studio on phillips highway here in the city and he got basically to to be able, he had time at the studio that he could use. And like, you know, he brought me into my first real studio and then that was kind of over after that. Cause I was like, this is, well, yeah, it's great. Yeah. They got all the tools you need, everything you got. Yeah. The I, was, I, was, I was recording in like house mics and I was in, in the closet and stuff would go from that into like a huge room padded with, a, you know, Newman microphones. And, um, it was, it was, a it was, it was, a, it was a big shock to me. I was like, wow, like this, this is something I want to do. How do you feel like your music has changed, like since you've since when you first started making music to now? Oh, it it because it, it follows me with every step of life, bro. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I like for me, I feel like your music has gotten each song you put out. I feel like is a hundred percent better than the last one, but I feel like it's always. I'm really glad you said that because I really try to do that. No, because I mean the thing, but that's one thing that is very interesting about it is the first one I, I remember the first song i ever heard from you i believe it was a cycle i still listen to that shit like oh wow randomly bro yeah yeah, yeah man and that song got really popular for a while dude i i'm not i'm not even gonna lie to you like back in the day i barely we barely even knew each other i used to listen to that song all the fucking time i used that's to cruise awesome. down the street blaring it and i used to <laughs> love it but it, it's funny because that song is very it's like it's, it's a lot of singing in that song like it's very like vocal like the way that you do it it's and then even yeah. the second i think the second one i liked after that was I, I want to say it was Journey. Was that the name of it? One of the songs that you uh, dropped? Yeah. I and that, that one did well. And I think, um, and yeah, I like that one a lot too. But like a lot of the music you're dropping now is like 
like very lyrical, very like a lot quicker and just like I love that kind of music and I think that it's getting better each time. Yeah, it's funny. And, it's funny. It's so funny you say that, bro. And like this really goes to this that that really shows me where where I'm at with with my craft because these songs you're hearing right now, they're like four years old, bro. Wow. The ones you're putting out, like yeah. wow. Yeah, dude. Wow. That's yeah. insane. Dude, dude, that's exciting. Got, Holy shit. Yeah. I dude. got stuff. I got wow. like I, I got a whole bunch of songs from this last couple years yeah. that like they're sitting somewhere like just you know in the vault. Yeah. They're chilling. Yeah. Because I bro, like like I like I told you, bro, like I do this for me first. Yeah. So it's it's very it's 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 Personal. my outlet. It's my yes, it's my I don't play sports, you know what I mean? I go to the gym now, but like mm -hmm. for a long time I didn't do nothing else but just really want to make music. That was like my, my only outlet. Yeah. So I do it for me first. So I record a lot, bro. And yeah. when Short Fuse picked me up, I was, you know, really recording a lot. And um I mean, my drive is I got I got songs. I went my manager was was asking me for something and like I was going in my emails and I found like five more songs that I totally forgot about God, that I recorded bro, like insane. two years ago. And I was like, Oh, we gotta put these in the in the folder yeah. for the weekly drive. Yeah, so um I wanted to like pick your brain on that a little bit. So starting in 2022, you did, you're going to start dropping a, we well, already have a um, song every week, song every week. And it's just, I think it's well. fucking genius. I mean, I think it's genius. I think it gives people, you know, it's like a lot of times people like to do the album, the big album drop formula where you create an album and then you hype it up for three months and then you release like maybe a single off and then you extend the date two more months and then you just keep hyping it. And then by the time it drops, you know, 90% of the time, whenever I actually end up listening to the album, you're like, God, they waited too long to drop this piece of shit album. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not even worth it, you know? But I yeah, like with what yeah. yours, it's like, you know, you wake up on a Friday morning and boom, there's a new song. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like it or love it, you're going to get another one next week, you know? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to like build up this huge anticipation for like this amazing, great. Because whenever people do that, they don't, they don't realize that they actually end up shooting themselves in the foot because you build up this hype for it in this anticipation, which if you believe that the album is that great and is that worth it, then obviously, you know, promote it as good as possible. But when you wait so long and you build up such an high anticipation, and I could be wrong on this, it just seems like people, people are more to be like more likely to be disappointed because they were expecting such a great, you know, great I mean, project. It's, it's like this, bro. I, I mean, as an artist, you kind of know where you're at. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're not, if you're not like in that level of hype and people counting down to, to get your album or whatever, it's, it's like, what are you waiting for? Yeah, exactly. And it's cool. Cause you know, cause like right now I'm, I'm putting out this song every week to really just to be able to fall back, get my money right and come back with like a banging ass project yeah. but either way y'all are going to keep getting music from me yeah and see yeah so but but that's the perks of just being a true like hard-working artist that keeps stacking music in their vault and constantly works because like i i, I posted some video of me going through my drive i have like over 150 maybe 200 songs wow. i picked out like oh that's right i remember seeing that i picked out maybe i don't know like 30 of them yeah it's okay I, I like these 30 we're gonna drop these like every week until like you know leading into the summer when you know i feel like yeah. i have a good budget together and we can put it behind the new new stuff that no one's heard yeah that's really gonna fuck them up yeah because if like see that's like, actually if perfect. you like if the shouldn't see bro that's exactly like it makes me feel so good that you just said what you said because you're telling me it feels like every song is getting better and you're you're hi already hyping up this stuff that I'm telling you, bro, is old as shit. And it's crazy because you listen, hell. <laughs> you listen to some of these songs, even your older ones. Like the fact that the ones you're dropping right now, you're saying you're old as hell. Oh. I can't wait to hear the quality on some of this music because if you play that, like I've got this new speaker over here that I was just listening to music earlier on and it's the highest quality speaker I've ever heard in my entire life. It's yeah. so, such good quality. It's got such good bass and I was playing one of your songs before you came in and it sounds so smooth, bro. Like it just yeah. sounds like the quality is crisp as fuck. And yeah. it's, it's, 
it's exciting. You know what I mean? The fact that these are old, this is old music for you. Like you're yeah, gonna have yeah. some. I'm excited to see what the future holds for sure. It's gonna be some good yeah. stuff. A lot of old stuff, bro. I mean, some of some of some of the songs have been made maybe in the last year, maybe two years, but for the majority of them is any. It's gonna be anywhere from about one to four years old. All this music. So whenever you create a song, like let's say you're in the studio, you create a song that you feel like is a really good song. You know, something that. You know, I'm, I'm sure you have those where you create a, a song and you're like, this is the one, you know what I mean? You feel like this is the one that's going to get you there. Mm-hmm. And how do you, how do you not drop it right away? Because I mean, two years, a year holding on to a song, you know. Because I feel like I got a lot of songs like that. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I do want to just drop it right away. But yeah. see, I, I fought with, with that for a while and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. True, yeah. Because I, I have so much music that I think is good that other people are telling me is good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then why? Like, I was so caught up in the, you know, because I was dropping a video every month and for yeah, a while. I and I that. was, I, I did, I was, you know, really trying to keep the momentum off uh, the Don't Miss Project, which had some really great songs on there. Really really creative visual shout out to rocky tarantino oh um, yeah no that yeah let's let's touch on that for a second that album alone the visual first off a couple of songs in there what was the one um uh priority uh priority was good but oh yeah i love that video where you're like floating yeah, in space or whatever yeah, that yeah. shit is so hard but i was actually thinking of the the soccer one what's it i can't think of the name the bertoli, B, bertoli yeah. yeah oh my god dude that video it's uh-huh. just such a like it's, we made that video on the whim, bro. God, that shit's on the whim. It's so it looks like a very like high production video. Just like the way you're just sitting in the middle of soccer yeah. field eating the spaghetti and shit. Yeah, that's, so. that's, that's my boy, man. He does good work. Just yeah, get your video done by him, Rocky Tarantino. Man. Dude, that was awesome. That was that was a great and that whole project in general. I feel like did really well. You know, it was it was. I, I really liked it, man. I, I I really felt good about it, and it was uh it was one of the. More like you know, I like. I mean, I still go back and listen to Substance, and that 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 EP still moves me like I wrote it yesterday. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is when I make music, I really focus on trying to make it timeless. There are songs that like the bro, like the songs I'm dropping now. There's gonna be stuff that I release that's so old, but I still listen to it because it moves me in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I really just focus on trying to make timeless music. So. Every song I'm trying to make better than the last, yeah. and I keep, I keep like getting better too. Because as a recording artist, I really strive to just get better at my craft. You know, like I want to get better at singing. I want to get better at all these things. You know, I want to get better at just mastering my ability on uh, creating songs and and uh, putting them together in the studio. And like I, I mean, I I I don't fuck around, bro. When I get when I get in that when I get with the engineer, man, like yeah. we make we make it happen. Yeah, I make, for sure. I make good. I'm, I really just try to make good quality music, bro. And you do a great job of it, man, for sure. Where can um where can people find your music at? I know you can find it on Apple Music because that's it's what I use everywhere. Everywhere, so you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music. Obviously, check out the Audio Mac. On I don't even know. I just recently figured out what it was, but Audio Mac has been jumping. I mean, I've been really, getting, yeah, I would get a lot of views and, and love on Audio Mac. Wow. Okay. See, I didn't, yeah, I didn't never even been on that platform before. Me at all. neither. Until I that's started crazy. getting like emails. I kind of thought they were an older platform. I thought they were like a. They might be. That's I crazy. Have no idea. That's crazy. Yeah. Definitely um everywhere though. Everywhere, yeah. It's go, everywhere. Go show love everywhere. What's yeah. your Instagram? Shout it out for the people. It's Kobe Don't Miss. Kobe Don't Miss. Perfect. K-O-B-E-Y. Yeah. Yep. Not the, not just why. Yeah. And um also check them out on YouTube because there's a bunch of banging videos on YouTube, that's for sure. Are they all shot by um Rico, Most, whatever? Uh what who, is it? Who is the guy that you said uh, shot Rico, that? Rico's my manager, but uh Rocky Rocky. That's right. Rocky said. Yeah, he uh he's the truth, bro. He's yeah. a real cinematographer. He really makes a yeah. He does a great job. With very those. creative, man. Very creative mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and um, we'll be right back with Kobe. What up, OGs? This episode is sponsored by Sherpa. Sherpa makes the highest quality hemp-derived THC edibles on the market and shipped to all fifty states. All their products are federally legal, which means you don't need to have a medical card to enjoy their delicious treats. To purchase, go to SherpaThc.com and check them out on Instagram at Sherpa underscore THC. Now back to the episode. What up, OGs? We are back with the OG Sessions podcast. And um, Kobe, one thing that I wanted to ask you was, what is Don't Miss? Like, what what exactly is that? Obviously, I saw you were making some clothes out of it. You dropped your album. It was called Don't Miss. How'd you come up with that name? I was sitting in my manager's conference 
uh, room area at his building. And um, this was like when they first signed me in 2018. And he said, we need to come up with some kind of like name that makes you stand out like for social media. You don't even have to make it like your artist name, but just something, something catchy that people can refer to you as. And I literally just sat there for like 10 seconds and I said, Kobe, don't miss. Yeah. Because it it's, just it just came to me. It, sound, it, it sounds great. It rolls off the tongue well, and it just like yeah. it it sounds like they're made to go together. Kobe don't miss, and then just don't miss is a thing. And you started making uh, clothes. Like a lot of your Instagram pictures, you're wearing don't miss clothing. I'm sure. I wear know. I wear it for the most part. Uh, shout out to my boy Johnny in LA. He uh, he makes all of it for me, and uh, you know he's a great guy, and he sends me all kinds of stuff, and it's really just test stuff right now. I just really like wearing my own stuff. I'm sure you know what that's like. I know exactly what that's like. So and I love it. it yeah. It, it's just, you know, I I like wearing my own stuff. I like um, getting in touch with the designer and kind of like that whole process of, of creating the the clothing itself, you know, what kind of fabric we want, what colors we want. And, yeah. you know, it, it's just really cool to be able to create the type of stuff I want to wear pretty much mm -hmm. and, you know, be able to wear it. And it's my own shit. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's funny because it's like, I, I, um, I'll be in random parts of town around like some geezers, old geezers or something. And they'll see me wearing the, the clothing and they'll just yell out, don't miss. And it, so they don't even funny. know, like they don't even know who I am oh, or nothing, so but it yeah. just moves people in a way, which I really started seeing over the, over the years. And I was like, man, this is like, like I was just doing it just to wear my own stuff. Yeah. And obviously I know the potential behind it, you know, so I'm, I'm going to push the button on that soon, but right now I'm just working on some other stuff, but it is a, it is pretty, it, it is a pretty cool, cool thing with the branding. I, I do like, I do like the whole don't miss uh, aspect of, of the brand. And I yeah. think it's uh, I think it's cool, man. I like, uh, I like the saying, and I really didn't even know that it was such a saying until like recent years. Because now that I, now that I, when I changed my name back to that in like 2018, 2018 is when I like changed my like Instagram with Kobe Don't Miss, and I just kept it since. Mm -hmm. And then later on, we kind of experimented with clothing, and more recently, like more experimented with it. And, um, but yeah, it, it kind of, was like starting i was starting to see it everywhere people were just saying it a lot and not saying that i'm like some type of originator it's probably just because i i made myself more aware of those words yeah. but now like i see a lot of people saying oh he don't miss or or uh yeah I, I hear it's like a phrase that a lot of yeah. people say and so now i'm like hmm i'm like okay so this is like more than just kobe don't miss this is this is like something people refer to for like expressing themselves or whatever or yep. or achieving or whatever it is you know yep. and, and and i think that's the that's kind of like where the where the don't miss phrase sits well in the culture because it is kind of like this um encouraging achieving type yeah. of uh type of way to Positive. say something you know yeah. and, and i i like that yeah so so yeah I, I i attach myself to it i'm not saying like i'm yeah. I started this shit. Yeah. I don't I don't know who started saying it. All I know is like my manager just asked me to come up with a cool name one day and I was like, shit, Kobe don't miss. Man. Yeah, it's, and honestly, it's, it's um I love that you said that you like that you enjoy the design process and the whole creative process it's through fun. that because a lot of people get yeah. into um and I see it all the time, man. A lot of people get into, you know, the clothing brand or, you know, just creating your own clothing industry in general and um and not be in it because they love to create clothes, but in it for other reasons. Right, and right. In the end of the day, you're not going to survive if you don't enjoy creating clothes because you're 90% of your time is spent testing fabrics, testing quality of products, testing different paints, vinyl, things, and whatever you're going to put on your product and seeing how it works and doing all these different things. And it's like, and it's great that you're actually wearing a product uh, before you even, before you drop any of it or anything because you can, I'm sure, you, you know, you may have already found things where it's like, your product comes in and you wear it and you're like, Oh, you know, I might want to tweak this a little bit, or maybe I want to tweak this, or maybe I want to put a logo here, a logo yeah, there, whatever. Yeah. And it's fun though. I mean, it's, it's so yeah. fun. Oh my God. I love, I love creating clothing. Just hop into that me. world. Ask me for it too, but I'm just, I, I, I like to come to, to the table, very calculated with stuff, especially if it's in regards to my brand. So, yeah, you know, hundred percent taking my time with it, but soon we'll, 
we'll push the button on a little website or something and try to get some don't miss merch out to people because I think I think you know and don't fucking steal my shit now. Yeah. <laughs> but but I I I think that it could really do something. Yeah, for sure. I I think it can too. I really think it can. It, Especially it is, that logo you got is fire. Like it's so simple, but it can go on Johnny, anything. Man. You can put it on sweatpants. You can put it on a, a hoodie. Anything. It looks so fire. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Johnny, man. He uh he's making it happen for me. We're uh, we're always in connection. So we'll, we'll do some more stuff soon. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do some more stuff soon. Did um how did you how did you come across like Marty? How did that? little connection happened you just decide you want a dog one day or did you end up rescuing him or did he just fall into your lap or no i, I didn't res- rescue him but um hold on we'll t- let's take a quick break real quick all right og sorry about that brief interruption so kobe we were talking about um how you got marty and how that little connection started did you just decide one day you wanted to get a dog or did he just kind of fall in your lap uh this was like uh i just moved into this new house by myself and it was like the start of the pandemic, so I was just like super time to get a little lonely, little and friend, yeah, yeah. So, but it just so happened that the neighbor to the new house I moved into was a dog breeder, and oh, he wow. had he had bullies and Frenchies, and I was like, man, hey man, you know, I, and I had I had a buddy in Oregon at the time that I used to go see, and he had a little uh, a little fawn Frenchie. And that was the first time I really got to be around them. And they're just fucking best dogs, bro. They're so cool, man. They have yeah. such crazy personalities and and they're they're so lovable. And yeah. I thought he was like the coolest thing ever. I was like, man, I gotta get one one day. Yeah. And then I was like, it's just kind of the door was like right there next door. <laughs> yeah. And so one day I just, you know, I was like, hey, can you get Frenchies? And he was like, I got I got a couple right now, actually. I got two males. So I went over there and just looked at him. I saw Marty and I was like, yeah, I'm get that one. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we've yeah. just been tight ever since. I love Frenchies, bro. I feel like they're That's the coolest dogs ever. And uh, they're great for having around the house too. You know, they're not super big, like big dogs that shed a lot of time. I hair. mean, I'm not going to lie. Marty does shed like a mofo, bro. Oh, really? some, yeah. Some of them Frenchies do shed like a bitch. I can't, I can't cap on them. Really? Yeah. That shit gets pretty Dude, better. he seems like the best little dog for you, though. I mean, you take him with you up to North Carolina. You guys go hiking. You've had him in the snow a couple times, right, too? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really like that too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get, like, six-inch deep snow. It's scraping his belly and shit. You got to – Yeah, he was he was fucking with it for at first until it started probably numbing his feet or whatever. That's funny. He's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like having a dog has changed you in any way, made made you a little bit sure. of a different person? Yeah, you know, it's responsibility. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a new little – yeah, it's an it's a new introduction of responsibility for you if you don't have an animal or something you look after. Yeah, I feel and, like you've uh, started practicing a whole bunch of new routines over the past year, man. Like I've changed a lot, bro. Dude, yeah, it seems like you've been. I mean, just as far as I mean, first off, just as far as your physique, like you've been going to the gym so much, bro, and you can really yeah. tell you've been making good fucking progress. You're Thank fucking you, bro. huge now. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, shit, it's hard work pays off. You know what I'm saying? It, exactly. I, I can see you're in that bitch every single day. Where do you go work out at? Is I work it, out at the Gym Jacks. Oh, cool. Here in town. Yeah, Jackson, yeah, that's a great Jackson. gym. I hear a lot of good things about them. It's cool. It gets it gets a little cluttered in there sometimes. It's a lot Dude, of that's a lot everywhere of people right that now. goes there. But yeah, uh, New Year's uh, resolutions. Everybody's trying to get in there. And, but it, it's cool, man. It's a cool place for me to. For me to get my shit in so cool how'd you get started with that like did somebody you have a friend in your life or anything that used to work out i mean i just i went through i went through a lot of a lot of shit man at the beginning of 2020 like around march 2020 right before the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and uh you know like i you know certain things that usually push people in the gym like breakups and you know a depression or whatever and and so yeah. i kind of had a whole wave of all that stuff happening to me at once and yeah and then you know after I just, I, I wanted, I had no, like I was working jobs at the time and they all shut down. Everything shut down. I didn't really have shit. So I was like, I, I, I want to work out. Yeah, exactly. And right. I had Tanner who you had on here with yep. no one safe. Um, I, he's, I mean, I'm known him for, I've known him for a long time back in like high school. And, uh, so we kind of reconnected and, um, we were already kind of like talking and stuff like before this, but, yeah, you know, I told him I was like, cause you know he's he's been in the gym for a long time, and he, oh, yeah. he's got all the he did he did like a he got like certifications to be trainer and all this stuff. And oh wow! So he knows he knows his stuff. He definitely and, and I knew stuff. I knew he did. So I went right to the source and I was like, hey dude, get let's get me big. And yeah. he was like, 
all right, let's do it. Yeah. So I just started kicking it with him every day and just kind of taking notes and he just taught me a lot. Yeah. And then after, you know, probably a couple months in, I started noting changing my physique and instantly I was like, yeah, this is going to be Fell every day for it. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've, I've noticed the same thing. Like I've been trying to really be disciplined in the gym over the past like four to Man. six months and dude, it's... Once you start seeing results, that's when it starts getting a lot more easy. It's so uh, much. It's so much more than just the body. Yeah. It's 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 the mind, it's the soul, it's the spirit, it's everything. It changed. It's what kicked off this whole journey for me that I've been on for like a couple of years now. It started with the gym, and that it really <clears throat> it it brings um it brings your confidence like back at the front. It it um you know it. it it requires a, a a certain amount of discipline mm -hmm. that then starts to trickle on into other areas of your life, which is great. Can't oh, yeah. deny that that's not a positive thing. 100%. And uh, you know it it's it's a it's like the ultimate. It's one of the I think ultimate examples of delayed gratification, which in a time that we live in now, where everybody wants everything right away, yeah, the gym is something that you really there's no shortcuts to it. I mean, yeah, you could take steroids and stuff, but to be honest, like even if you're gonna go that route, most people will tell you you need to get like some pre gains first. Yeah, you exactly. Need to, you can't just like go in there 150 pounds skinny and like yeah. think you're just gonna. You know, I mean, yeah. maybe some people do that, but it's probably not healthy. It's probably not good for you. No, but. I think even then, you know, even people that do juice and stuff like that, it, it is still delayed gratification. You know? Yeah, and, 100%. Uh, so, and I think it, it, those types of little lessons are in are in the gym and it starts to, and then your body just teaches you about yourself. You start to learn like how the body works yeah. and how it reacts to things. The yep. more you get into fitness, the more you get into the gym as far as like what you put in your body, what you eat. And all that, because when you're not exercising, you know, like I wasn't really thinking about shit I was eating before. I wasn't eating fast food every day, but what is your diet like now? Pretty clean. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. um do you follow any specific diet regimen? Vegan, pescatarian, anything like that? No, meat? man. I fucking I like meat for sure. Yeah, I like, same. I like my steaks, but I don't eat meat a lot. I probably eat it once a week. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, because a lot of people um. A lot of you, especially when you're trying to put on weight, a lot of people are so big on the carnivore diet. On the carnivore diet, cool. Carnivore diet's great. Yeah, exactly. It's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's uh, some people react differently to it, but I, um, yeah, I, I mean, when I, it's just when I eat meat every day, it does, it does kind of like have an effect on me. So, I don't think it's because it, the body takes a lot longer to digest and process like solid, like red meats like that. So it's just, it's not. I don't like eating it every day. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but I do eat it about like once a week. I'll eat like a nice, huge, like ribeye. Yeah. And, like, you know, chow down. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'd say like once a week on the meats. But other than that, you know, it's just a lot of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> rice and yeah, vegetables. And dude, surely you've been, um, I mean, you've been eating a shit ton of food because yeah. the gains have been insane. Like, what, what do you, what would you say? Uh, how many calories do you think you intake in a day? When I started, I was eating like six meals a day, probably about 4,000 calories. God damn, bro. Did you feel like that was one of the hardest parts of yes. getting big? It was the hardest <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. It was the hardest thing. It took yeah. me It took me months to really get to consistently eating every day. Yeah. Because I'm just not used to it. Oh, of course. My yeah. whole life, I've just been like a skinny, high metabolism, lean yep. type of dude that could, you know, just yeah, eat whatever and just like stay skinny. But like those eating ha habits <clears throat> before – we're like most 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 young guys that are you know grinding and, and working in school and all this like they'll just go 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 they might eat something in the morning and they'll just go 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 all day and to the point where they're almost drained and on e yeah. and then they'll eat like a huge meal and it's like they're only eating like two huge meals a day and it's like your body you're you're putting you're putting like all this stress on your body and draining your body and then just overfeeding yourself yeah. when you're like at the point of like almost no return of hunger and like yeah. being stressed from work and finally like getting home after a long day. And I used yeah. to do stuff like that all the time and it like puts your body in this condition, man. And it, I was just, so when it came time to having to eat routinely, my body was like, whoa, we're not used to this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> whoa, wait a minute. Like six, five times, even just starting out at four times a day, five times a day, I was like, man, this is fucking hard. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> did, um, did you, 
uh, follow any guys that are like any doctors or anything that are in the you know health field or anything like that? Because I know, dude, just myself, I follow so many people that are that study these diets and study the different ways that the body is affected by. Um, I, I mean, I've I, I've done my own research as far as like yeah. you know, what, what certain foods and what things do to the body. I, I think it's I, so interesting because you you yeah. know you'll get a different perspective from every person, but at the same time, I think it's always I think it's always a good perspective and like an interesting perspective, especially when somebody knows their shit. Well, I mean, you are what you eat, bro. So yeah. I will say that, man. Like 100%. you, you will. Uh, I mean, I, I started doing some fasting too. I try to like do it like one fast every like one day of the month. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, because I'm eating constantly. How exactly does that work? I see people talking about it. That's like basically where you just don't eat. yeah just don't eat for like is it a 24 hour time period or is I it 24 hours? Wow. Yeah. It's, dude, that's got to be fucking difficult. Holy it's shit. not as hard as I thought it was. Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, the key to it is drinking a lot of water. Like, I mean, I drank probably like two to three gallons of water when I did it, when I do it. Um, and I don't, I, I try not to plan anything for that day. I really try to just sit with my spirit, do a lot of meditation, do a lot of breathing. Mm-hmm. I kind of just chill at the house, get a little sunlight outside, like chill with my dog. I'm not trying to run around and do too much that day because yeah. I know that's just going to kick my appetite up. Yeah. So when I do fast, it's more of just like a reset day where I don't plan a lot of things. I kind of just, yeah, you know, chill, like do some do some self care stuff, and I just drink water. I don't. How often do you meditate? Uh, every day. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I try at least every day. I mean, I, some sometimes you know some things might get in the way, but at least every other day. Yeah, that's something that I've been trying to get on a lot more is just sitting in your thoughts and just focusing on your breathing and just like literally meditating in places bro it, yeah it really will and shoot there's a lot of i've seen so many different videos i've never personally tried it myself but um i think we were even talking about this one time that um you know there's a lot of breath works out there you can do that will almost give you like a legitimate high like in your brain just I, do from doing... I did it before i came here oh really yeah. see it's so interesting how that works like no, explain I've, that I've, process i've for... seen like hallucinations from it really i've seen colors wow it was like last week like uh wow um, I started seeing like this purple aura like around me, and I mean maybe I was just on the verge of passing out, but but no, nah, I, I I know like the difference between that. But yeah, I was, yeah. I was yeah. I've seen I've seen colors. I've seen like uh, tracers of like hallucinogenic things so, in the trees. So what's the process shit. for that? Is it just like um, I see like some videos? Talk- I do the Wim Hof. What is that? Yeah, the Wim Hof method is uh, it's a series of um, a lot of deep inhales and uh exhales you do like 40 to 50 of those and then on the last exhale you hold your breath and um i do like two minute rounds so i hold my breath for about two minutes oh wow i've gotten almost all the way to three minutes but i'm not there yet but i'll hold my breath for about two minutes and then after the two minutes I'll take a deep inhale, a recovery breath in. Yeah. And then I'll hold you hold that for 15 seconds. And that's the breath when you're holding that one in that you feel like all that high starting to kick in and that pressure in your head. And then when you exhale, it's just it's just you're really you're truly breathing in the relaxation and you're you're breathing out all the stress and anxiety and depression that that like weighs on you and you know it's an epidemic these days everyone's got that shit oh my god the first time i did it the first time i like i really did full because usually you do three rounds of that yeah so you do like three four now i'm doing like four but you do like three rounds of that the first time i did it i cried really i bawled out cried bro no way i was crying but i was also like laughing Cause you're like, I don't know why you didn't know, understand. It like, was, but what it was, it was just like a heaviness had just been lifted off of me, bro. Like wow. all this emotional trauma and things that like had been weighing on me for months, just like, was like, someone just took it and just like threw it across my yard. Wow. And it, and it was just like this emotional release. I was just like, I just tears started flowing and I was like, I was crying as almost if I was upset, but in a split second, I was also like laughing at like what was going on. It yeah. was like, it was a crazy experience. Wow. Bro. And then ever since then, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to start doing this every day. Wow. That's so interesting. It's had a, it's had a really big effect on like my I, mood. Dude, I can. My, yeah. Like I don't have like. Honestly, I can tell. Like you can. And I mean, I I don't know you obviously as close as a lot of people, but just from like the little brief 
amount that I do know you from, you can tell that you're definitely, you've been a lot happier, a lot more energy. You've been doing a lot of new things. It's all within you, bro. Everything. And I've learned everything that you seek is within you, bro. Mm -hmm. Everything you seek is within you. The happiness, the, the, all this stuff. I got things that I want, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of things that I want, Yeah, but I know at the end of the day, like I have what I need and I am happy with who I am. I truly am happy with who I am. I don't need to be something I'm not, I don't need to prove myself in certain ways of like, I, I just, I'm, I wouldn't say like just all the way content, but you know, I, I, I am happy with who I am, bro. And like, I'm, I, uh, I don't need to go super far outside of myself to find that happiness or that, that oneness with myself. I just, it's already there, bro. So 100%. since I've been doing the breathing and the meditation, like it has relieved a lot of the, anxious thoughts and thought patterns that I that I would have before that that kind of trickle me into to like a day of being a grump or whatever you know like I don't yeah I let go of things yeah let go bro 100% yeah the more you hold on to something the more it becomes behavioral patterns and the more like you sit with something the more it starts to integrate into like your character so if you if you like my rule is if I have something pop up in my head that makes me angry upset or anxious I take, I, I notice it and I'm saying, okay, I pull myself out of it in a sense of like an objective perspective. And I look at it and I say, okay, Kobe, you're feeling this way and that's okay. And it's funny because almost if you, now if you really truly try to try to just pull yourself like out of the victimhood or whatever you're in during that moment of the emotion and you take an objective standpoint almost as soon as you do that, it starts to just slowly fade away because you start to think like, is it really that bad? Yeah. You know, like, do I really need to like carry this on throughout my day? So my rule is like the five minute rule. You know, if if I, I try not to like, if it's, and that has to be something that really fucks with me to bother me for that long now, because usually in like a minute, I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. But if the more you, the more you let something like just simmer inside of you like that, the more you just carry it on throughout your day. And then the more you pass that energy on to the next person, and then they take that energy and pass it on to the next person. Yeah. And then it's just like a revolving cycle, bro. Yep. So 100%. Don't hold on to things. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's a huge tip that I would yeah, give to Be them. aware of the emotion. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay to, to be angry, upset, sad, depressed, whatever. Like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not okay to hold on to that. Yeah. And, and let it let it just swarm you, take you over, and and okay, uh, you. you know you go through your whole day like this. When at the end of the day, you have the choice. Happiness yep. is a choice. And some people might attack me for that because don't get me wrong, I know people that have depression. Like I know, I know this. I yep. know it's a thing. I know 100%. like it's prescribed like medicine for and all this stuff. I know doctors like. But to be honest, bro, I know that the answers for those problems are within yourself. Yes. You just have to find them. Sometimes you just got to go deep and going deep is painful. I couldn't agree with you more. hundred percent. And it's a lot easier to, to go to the doctor and have them fix it instead yeah. of you just fix it yourself. And Man, I don't go to no doctor, bro. Hell no. I've and, had some, and I've had some fucked up shit happen to me. Like my dad just passed away and all kinds of stuff, bro. I've been yeah. going through crazy shit, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I choose happiness. Yeah. And, I'm not saying that there's never like times in the day where I'm not pissed or sad or mad or upset. But like I said, I take the objective standpoint. I say, okay, I'm feeling this. That's fine. Why am I feeling this? This is why. All right. That's enough of that. Yeah. Let's go do something else. On to the next one. Yeah, exactly. And that's really key is just being aware of your emotions and just knowing. Being self-aware. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you got to hold yourself accountable because sometimes a lot of the the things, a lot of the things that, that like those, 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 those kind of subjects, those kind of things we inflict on ourselves based off our own actions. Yep. 100%. 100%. Also, I see you, um, you've started, uh, you've hopped on the ice bath challenge. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see so many people doing that now. I'm looking for a tub that'll fit my big ass, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I see you. That was so funny. I see the, um, you were doing it in a fucking, a container or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. You should have seen Tanner in that motherfucker. Oh, dude, no. (laughs) Six oh my god! Four, he probably had like thirty half his legs are out of the uh, fucking yeah, thing. No, oh he my got, god, he got the experience, bro. dude, that is so funny. Because yeah, I remember you had actually you told me to uh, try the cold shower. I've been challenge. doing that every morning. Oh my god, dude! I'm, yeah, I'll be even right up. now in the winter, <laughs> dude. Holy shit! I did 
I, I did it two mornings in a row and like how was your day that day? You know, it's honestly like it my days it started off a lot better. You know, like sometimes yeah. you go to work and things happen or things go up. And I don't remember sure. exactly how the entire day went down. For the most part, I usually have a, a relatively good day. Like I usually let, you know, I usually have a good day. But the when I the morning time I woke up and I got out of the shower and I made breakfast mm -hmm. and then I took my dog for a walk before I went to work. It's just something mm -hmm. I usually don't do. I usually just let him go outside and take mm -hmm. a piss to his thing. We usually just You're chill. Like, you know what? Let me just step outside and see. Yeah, exactly. See what the see what the world's smelling and looking like today. And it was funny. I didn't. I didn't. Um, like I didn't smoke or anything in that morning. And I was like, Yeah. It was weird. Usually, I like I'll it's smoke just... in the morning or you know or whatever. It's and almost like your body was trying to do things that were gonna make you feel good. Exactly. Yeah. And it was honestly, it was a great experience. It was just, dude, when you're in it, cold. Holy shit! Man. I love it, bro. Like I walked out this morning. It's the coldest day of the winter so far yeah. in Jacksonville. It's like 28 degrees. Yep. And immediately after I, I walked out there, I was like, talk thinking to myself, I was, uh, man, the shower's about to be cold. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't care. I hopped in it, and I love it, bro. I see. Are you when you first get in, or is are you completely still and just letting the water run on you? No, no, no. I get I get my body immersed in it immediately. As soon oh as I get, as soon as God, I like step dude. in it, I just I step right into it, and then I just start moving all around and letting it. You guys, that's how you got to do it, bro. You got to just get fully immersed in it. I, I mean, I I'll like. The second time I did it, halfway through, I turned the heat on. I couldn't because <laughs> it's fine, it's like it's it's one of those things where you're sitting in it and even trying to wash your hair and shit, it's so fucking cold, like my scalp, bro. No, nah, see, I see, start to feel like see, I don't, I don't like, I don't bathe myself when I do it. Oh, gotcha. So when okay. I wake, I wake up around like six a.m. and yeah. I'll I'll jump in the cold shower as just like rinsing off, you know. Gotcha. I'll just sit in the cold water for two minutes and then I'll get out. Go throughout my day, and then I'll take a hot shower at night. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so I, yeah, yeah. I thought for some reason I was kind of just picturing you're just like no hot shower anymore. You know, like cut no, 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 no. I love hot showers yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot showers are great. Yeah, it's but, it's so um, it's just I, so funny. But man. I love the cold now. Okay, I'm, I'm definitely gonna not try to fucking bathe. Yeah, and not cause... like like uh, like you know when you wake up in the morning, just just get in, just let your body get rinse off in the yeah. cold water. That's really what it's about. Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't have to like. I, mean, <laughs> dude, I can see how that would I mean, be, dude. I'm in it like scrubbing my hair in the cold water. It's yeah. like <laughs> like numbing my fucking head, and I'm like, dude, I don't know how Kobe's doing this shit. And I'm like, I'm like, turn up the heat a little bit. I'm like, there's no way he's doing it on this. Like, I'm like looking to see if there's fucking ice on the ground or some shit. And I turn up a little bit. I'm like, well, oh, this still is like just yeah, just just that's get funny. Up, okay, I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna time it. Get your phone timer. Yep. Time it for two minutes and just yep. like you know dance around in the cold water and then yeah. get out. You know what I'm saying? And okay, going about that's your the way day, to and then take take you know the shower where you really get and clean your hair and your body. Like do that later on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just a good way to start the day. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I'm definitely gonna do that from now on and not do that. <laughs> I love it, bro. I'm telling you, man. I've learned more about myself in the cold in recent times. Than I yeah, and I've seen so many people doing it, and everybody swears by it, man. They say they just like it's immediately as soon as you get out of it, you're in a much boosts, better mood. It boosts your immune system too. Why do you? Th I mean. Why do you think it is? Why do you think it makes you so happy, the cold water? Well, this is more so just taken from what I've learned from studying Wim Hof, who has kind of put the whole transcript on on this whole cold therapy and, and uh, deep breathing exercises. What he says, if I'm, if I'm getting this right, is there's... Our bodies are so conditioned to comfortability because, you know, we're always clothed. We're always trying to stay warm. You know, we, we don't we don't want to go. Our bodies nowadays in, in these generations, they're not they don't want to go to discomfort. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always yeah. just trying to stay comfortable. Yeah. So our, our evolution has kind of carried on in that way now to where I think it almost deep in our physiology. There's parts of like parts of that and like the brain that just are kind of like shut off because of because of that choice of comfortability all the time so when we go into the discomfort and we shock the body with like cold therapy yeah uh it forces our mind to go in this fight or flight mode and it starts to unlock like parts of the brain and parts of the physiology that are normally like shut off yeah and i think what he is trying to say is through that the body is 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 healing itself more mm -hmm. from diseases, hormonal like stress, all these things. 
uh, kicks your adrenaline up. That mm-hmm. that helps things out too in the body. Wow. And uh, it fights off things like depression, anxiety, boosts your mood, boosts your immune system. And, and how could you not be happy for that timer to get off? To, or for that timer to go off when you're in the fucking cold shower. So that's one thing, like right away, as soon as you get out of the shower, that timer goes off and you're like, oh my God, I'm done. Thank the fucking Lord. Get me out of this shit. And you're Sometimes I'll stay in longer. Really? Yeah, Dude, holy shit, man. I mean, I need to try getting in and not bathing. I think that was the main issue, but. Yeah, you're putting too much like thought into it. But I see some of these people, that. I see some of these people, they'll get in, they'll do the ice bath. Like, it's now that's like different, the, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That shit is a whole nother level. The cold shower ain't shit compared to the ice bath. Bro. The ice bath looks insane, especially when they've got it's like very insane. Wow, it, I mean, it, it's 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 not easy, bro. It, what was what was your experience like the first time you did it? Was it first time you guys did it with the in my um, yard? When yeah. you saw it, yeah, it was fucking it was tense. Yeah. It was great though. Like when you get out that that like that that like ten minute period post ice bath is incredible but when you're in that motherfucker bro it is like you are really trying to you are really really like fighting with yourself yeah and it is very it's very hard you know it it, it can get it can get very challenging in there and you know i think i only did like three minutes but that felt like forever it was three minutes is a long it was yeah i see people do it for like two minutes 30 seconds sometimes dude i mean there's people that do it for like 10 minutes I'm just like, dude, that is insane. how that's possible. That is, like, I'm gonna get there though, because like you know now I feel challenged by it. But I, yeah, it's been a while since I did one. Have you ever seen the guy that does? Um, he goes out in the cold with he's like barefoot or something, and he like lives out in the cold basically. And um, no. he'll be out there in like shorts and shit, and he'll just be like he'll be doing things, but it'll be in the snow, like in nature. That sounds like fucking freezing. It might be. He's got like a, he's got a ton of fucking hair. I've seen him on YouTube a couple times. He's got a huge beard. Yeah, huge beard. Yeah, he'll hair. sit by like the riverbank and like do things. Sounds and like have his, like his feet. He'll be barefoot and sh- dude. It's in the mind, though, bro. It like, is. He, he's done scientific studies where, like, you, he, he'll be submerged in ice and he'll literally melt the ice with his body temperature because wow. he won't allow his mind. He'll he'll use the power of his mind to not let the cold change his body temperature wow. to like borderline hypothermia. Yeah, and it's nuts. Dude, I mean, that is insane. And the mind is it's true, man. I mean, I always kind of knew this because I am gifted in certain ways, but. The mind is very powerful, bro. One hundred percent, very powerful. There's things that like we can do, we we don't even realize. Yeah. So. What's one piece of advice you would give to, maybe not just a younger generation, but a younger artist or somebody that's um, kind of in the same path that you used to be in? I mean, artist, or you know, just a, a younger person in general, <clears throat> just like somebody. That, what, what's some advice you would give to younger Kobe back in 2018, <sighs> 2019? Honestly. If I had to give my younger self advice, because I still feel young. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'm still dude. only twenty. Oh no. Yeah. Twenty-six. Yeah, so. but it just seems like you know it. The this past year, I mean, for, I've seen this with a lot of people, but um, you know, with the pandemic and everything happening, it really don't be scared to fuck up. Amen. Don't yeah. be scared to make mistakes. Yep. Don't just let do don't let don't let that part of your mind keep you from doing things the fear because, of not doing it because i'll tell you this bro like there's a lot of things you know i didn't learn growing up i you know i, I had somewhat of uh you know father figures in my life but when, as i got older a lot of things were kind of changing in my family but there's a lot of things that i just didn't learn growing up yeah and i've always been very hard on myself you know, I hate when I fuck. I used to hate when I fucked up and like, man, why don't I understand this? Or yeah, why, yeah. why, why wasn't this taught to me? Or like, so, and what I've learned is, is the most beautiful things happen in the fuck ups and the mistakes. And yeah. I truly am like just the living example of it because everything of what you see now that, you know, you may look up to or you may, you know, uh, highlight or, or, or whatever or say is great about me. Most of it was learned through fucking up, bro. Yep. Most of 100%. it was learned through mistakes. So if I had to, and that goes for artists, that goes for anybody. I mean, any walk of life, any any uh, category of person. It's just don't be scared to fuck up, man. Don't be scared to make mistakes because in those in those there will be the biggest lessons that you can take throughout your life. And the big thing is to just not do the same shit twice. Like, don't make the same mistake twice. Obviously, yep. you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that that because that 
is probably one of the biggest things that, that I've taken from my own experience. And I've realized all those hard times, man, all those times where I made the bad decisions when I, when I fucked up and I, I made the big mistakes or I said the wrong things. I learned quickly after that. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yep. And now I, I learned in between, looked in between the lines and I found something in there to, to my benefit. Yep. Yeah, man. Hard times don't last. That's for sure. Um, no, just it's about perspective. hundred percent. Well, I really appreciate you coming through, and I was glad that we could sure. finally get this interview done. And um, yeah, man, you know I can go all day, bro. Dude, I know for sure, and um, I really appreciate you coming through, man. Seriously, this is this is a great episode, and it was uh, a long time coming. I knew as soon as I wanted, as soon as I started the podcast, I wanted to have you on here as a guest. So. Sure, yeah, appreciate you coming by, man. Always, man. Take it easy.